What is up? You are listening to The Creative Flow. I'm Dan Bartels. We've got Connor Gray on this episode. Connor is a photographer and filmmaker, uh, and he's toured a lot with uh, Zomboy over the past few years, uh, DJ and EDM artist. He's toured with a lot of DJs, EDM artists, and, and artists of other genres as well. He had to build up to that. Uh, so... Once he did gain a reputation, uh, I believe the record label contacted him and they asked him what would they have to put on the table for him to drop out of college. So he talks about that um, and then before that he's, he was with Eptic, a bunch of other EDM artists. Um, he's filmed and taken photos of Marshmallow and um, you know plenty of other artists artists as well plenty of concerts plenty of music festivals uh and he talks about who zomboy is as a person he says he's one of his best friends now he's gotten to know him over the past few years um and really he says he he's been to so many different concerts even before uh just growing up um just for fun and for enjoyment but he says nothing gets the crowd going like edm except for one other artist who he named uh who is a rapper um so find out who that is as well in this interview um he uh he goes to shows to work you know he talks about that uh he's not necessarily enjoying the music He, he takes it very seriously what he does um and what it means to be there for work to to take photos at a concert um, for uh, the artist and uh, what kind of the goal is when he's shooting a concert and kind of what it takes, what he, what he does to get the best photos at, at the venue. He says every single venue is different, but just whether it's, you know, uh, cr- climbing and, and pushing his way through the crowd or anything else that he thinks will be a good shot. Um And uh, before that, he did a little urban exploring. I talked to him a little bit about that. Uh, Didn't want to go into details, fair enough, because, you know, uh, obviously there there could be some things that would be uh, admitting to illegal activity. But, um, you know, he did things climbing bridges all the way to the top of the structure. Um, I, I... Kind of just asked if it was the Ben Franklin Bridge, but uh, that in Philadelphia, I believe it is a bridge in Philadelphia that he's climbed, or he said he's done some in the Philadelphia, New York area. But regardless, the size of this bridge is similar to the Ben Franklin Bridge as far as one of the photos I've seen. Um, but I talk about I'd, I've done some urban exploring in Philadelphia, not the way that he has done. Um, and I, I asked him straight up, are you afraid of death? And that wasn't his fear. He wasn't scared of, of, of death. He wasn't scared of falling. So he talks about what, uh, you know, what was the fear there? Um, and, you know, it's, it's fun. I mean, I don't I don't blame him. He, he's obviously a great photographer and it's an opportunity to gr- get great shots of different uh, interesting areas of uh, views of the city that nobody really gets unless they're willing to take those risks um, 
and climb those those bridges and those buildings and stuff like that but um yeah i mean i love it i'll say uh i i climb i uh i've been to a bunch of abandoned factories abandoned warehouses abandoned banks in the philadelphia area um i think you know something like an abandoned bank is so cool because it's not just an empty building um it's you can kind of see what used to be there. You have the bank vault, the massive bank vault. And, you know, I sat on top of the bank vault door and things like that. Um, but it's also just the graffiti in that the graffiti, which honestly is great for this podcast because graffiti is actually an element of hip hop. Um, so, um, it's such a cool experience. It's going somewhere where very little people um, go. It's going somewhere where you feel like you're kind of separated from the rest of the world. And it's just, you know, you always want to go there with other people. But it's just the people you're with, the building, whether you're doing um, art there or whatever else. Um whether you're taking photos and something like that, it's honestly like it, it can be scary at times. You could be in dark buildings. You could be, you never know what you're really going to find. Um, is there going to be a homeless person there who may very well just be trying to, um, you know, have a shelter in this building um, and, you know, just stay out of trouble himself. But, um, you know, it's just a very cool experience that I've uh, experienced as well. But to the point of climbing on top of a bridge, that's something that I've never done. Um, you know, but it, it can be dangerous. And uh, but, you know, that wasn't his fear. That wasn't Connor's fear at all. Um, but it, it was very cool to see his perspective of why he did it and, and why he stopped doing it as well. Um, but um you know, again, I will say this right now, I'm recording on my new microphone again, obviously. Um, but this, uh, this, uh, interview was not, was recorded before I got the microphone, literally a couple hours before the microphone came in the mail, unfortunately, but, um, the audio, uh, isn't up to where I want it to be. I have to keep saying that because even for my own, self uh i wish it was better but um nonetheless a really really great interview uh hearing his whole perspective uh also he's he he's just went to the x games a couple months ago or i guess maybe only about a month ago at this point but uh maybe a little bit maybe a little bit more maybe a couple months but anyways just uh kind of the work that he's done there kind of branching out into more than just concerts um and from that uh he's now starting a documentary that kind of stemmed from his work uh at the x games um and so we're gonna hear a little bit about that as well so let's get right to it all right and now bring on connor gray he is a photographer and filmmaker uh first and foremost you've done a lot of uh, work with uh, DJs and other musicians at concerts, record, um, you know, film, uh, music festivals, and more. Uh, how did you link up with Zomboy and some of the other artists? I know you were touring with Zomboy for a while uh, earlier this year. So, Zomboy um, was actually one of the like last kind of artists that I met. 
on my way to like uh like touring full time. Um I started working with a couple of his smaller guys on his management. Like his management has like I don't know, maybe like twenty guys that they kinda like do stuff with. And uh one of them had a show in Philly and a show in New York on the same night and I like sent this email seeing if they you know, needed someone to do it. Like, I just cold emailed with, like, my portfolio that I built up over, like, a year. Um, and the guy was super receptive. He gave me a call back, and we, we talked. And I went and did that. It went well. And then, uh, you know, two two other groups were coming through um, Philly that needed, uh, they needed, like, photo video for the night, and they were on the same team. So I went and I did that, and it went well. And then one of those guys, like, uh, Epic brought me out for uh, the Hyper Future Tour with him and Must Die, and I did a, like a two-week run with them. And then there was another tour with uh, these guys, uh, Schism, Trampa, and Trollface. Um, and I went and did like a week with them. And this was all like in the Northeast. So I wasn't really traveling far, but I was getting to do these like weekend runs of shows while I was still in school. And uh, Schism is actually like the owner of the management company. Uh, his name's Tommy. He's a great guy. I owe a ton of my career to him. And uh, after touring with him and hearing like good things about me from all the guys he sent me out with and him seeing himself that like, you know, I can crank out photos immediately after the show. Raw clips will be in a folder in Dropbox by the morning. Like I can get stuff done quickly and, you know, I'm not a nuisance to travel with and like, once they kind of saw my work ethic and saw that I was, like, you know, fun to be around with, uh, eventually I got this call that was kind of like, you know, what what would we have to put on the table for you to, uh, you know, drop out of college? And um, I told them that I would, I would want, like, a big tour. And, you know, a couple months later I got a call, like, would you be around for Zomboy's bus tour? I'd never met him before. I'd never worked with him before. I was like, absolutely, like, I could, absolutely, I would do that. So they sent me out to a festival up in Canada with him. It was the first time I ever met him. Um, you know, he didn't know that I was going to be on his bus. Uh, like, I introduced myself, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be, you know, with you guys for like, the next three months. Or, I had four months at that point. And, uh, yeah, like, thank God, thank God we hit it off, because that would have been, like, a pretty uncomfortable job if we had yeah, definitely. Uh, what, what's he like as a person? Because obviously you got to know him pretty well over those months. Yeah, man. I mean, he's, he's definitely one of my best friends at this point. We've been traveling together for, uh, I want to say, like over two years now. Um, and even though we don't do like every show together anymore, um, it's still like such a pleasure every time we get to go out with that team. Um, you know, he's just a super kind, caring guy. He likes to take care of the people around him. Um, and he's just incredibly creative. Uh, like when he's not making music, he, he's been doing a ton of 3D animation stuff lately, which has kind of inspired me to get into it. Um, like he makes a lot of his show visuals. Um, he just wants to understand as many like creative forms as he can. He does all of the merch, and that's just like a really fun kind of energy to be around. Someone that constantly wants to learn something new and uh, wants to push what they're able to do. Wow, that's awesome that he really tries to uh, kind of learn all aspects of what he's, he's doing and, uh, uh, you know, putting on a show and stuff like that. Um, what, what does music mean to you? And, and, and is EDM one of your favorite genres of music? Um, I like 
to the EDM part first. Uh, EDM is like such a, a broad thing. Um, you know, at the time when I like started shooting shows and stuff, like yeah, it was my favorite thing in the world. I loved it. Um, I got into it in high school. I really liked it. Uh, at this point, you know, there's there's types that I really love. Like it's changed a lot over the years. Um, like in my free time, I would never listen to dubstep. Uh, I, if I'm gonna listen to like EDM on my own time, it's gonna be like you know, Deep House or Drum and Bass or something, like, mellower. But, uh, no, I still, I, I enjoy, there's nothing I enjoy shooting as much as, as EDM and dubstep in particular. Um, like, I've shot pretty much every kind of show, music-wise, except, I think, maybe, like, metal. Um, and it, it, there's just, like, an energy in the crowd that isn't there. Uh, there's, like, an engagement from the fans that isn't really there with other kind of music. Um, I think the closest thing to it I've ever seen was like Sheck West. Um, he gets the crowd going in like a pretty similar way. But uh, music to me means like everything. I was raised in a really uh, music heavy household. Like, no, no one in my family like makes music. My dad uh, followed the Grateful Dead on tour when he was younger. And so music was just like a huge part of our, our lives. You know, I started going to concerts when I was young. Um, there's, there's constantly, to this day, music playing in my parents' house from the time my dad wakes up to the time he goes to sleep. Um, yeah, it's just a really big part of our family and it's something that we've, like, bonded over. What does it mean to take something, take music, something that you're passionate about, and then turn it into something that's a part of your job and you're making a career out of it? You know, it's, 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 it's like a dream, you know what I mean? It's, the goal, the goal is to do something you love and like find something you really enjoy and be able to make money off it. Um, and I, I'm really lucky to have been able to do that. Uh, it's, it's not this like crazy party that I think people would sometimes think it is, but uh, like it's a hard job. It's not particularly easy. Um, not just because of like the skill gap, but because of like you know it's crazy hours. It's really demanding. Uh, it gets like super lonely when you're like flying a ton and like in hotel rooms by yourself a lot. But you know, if you're right with me, like I'm with the right group of people most of the time. So when we're together, it's so fun. It's it's so worth it. Um, and like even though it gets tough, it's like I, I can't really picture myself doing much else. I mean, as long as I have a camera, I'm pretty happy like working with the camera. But touring will always be like one of my favorite like things to do. Now just talk about uh, what got you into photography and filming and, and how that started. Uh, photography was always something that I was pretty interested in. Um, my mom is a graphic designer and illustrator. Um, so my whole life, like we've been going to museums and, and doing art projects and stuff. Like I did all sorts of art camps and stuff when I was a kid and, you know, to be honest, like, I, I can't draw at all. Like, I, I, and when it comes to, like, other forms of art, like, I really am not good at it. So, you know, I always, like, was playing with cameras because that's something I understood and I could do. Um, I got into photography more seriously in high school. Um, I took a bunch of photo classes. I think they were the only aids I ever got in school in general. But, but uh... <laughs> Yeah, I learned how to shoot film, I learned how to develop, and I just really enjoyed doing it. 
So then when I moved to the city for school, um, I decided to get back into it and start, you know, shooting around with friends. And I got, you know, I made a lot of friends that way and, and went on a lot of crazy trips and like adventures that way. And it's just, it's fun and it makes sense to me. It's just one of those things that like, while I do it, it feels incredibly natural to do. So it's, you know, it just felt right. So I wanted to keep doing it. You talk about the kind of energy of at an EDM concert. So as a photographer at concerts, especially for still photos, I would assume, like, how do you capture that energy of a concert, but you're not allowing it to ruin what you're doing? Like, you can't be jumping around on stage and, and you know, while you're trying to take photos. So how do you kind of balance that? When I'm at a show working, I, it's like, I almost kind of like, everything out like I still hear the music and know what songs I need to like film um what songs I need to get like I know the pyro cues I know when like the CO2 is gonna go off like I hear the music but I don't like I kind of like remove myself from being there and it's just like I'm at work it's like I'm shooting anything else like I just I I just you know the goal is to be seen as little as possible and get as many not as many, but as, as as many quality photos as I can. Um, so I just try to like look around the venue and see what a cool angle would be. Um, you know, like I'll fight through the crowd to get to like the middle of it, just if I think that's going to be worth it. Um, it's it's different for every venue, but like there's key there's shots that will always work like standing in front of the house with like the audio mixer I can always shoot the crowd from there um, or like behind the DJ like there's shots that will work anywhere and then there's shots that I have to like read the room like if I see that there's like a crazy mosh pit on like the west side of the crowd I'll like go stand right on the edge of it and shoot through it um, yeah it's just you just have to like kind of like look at what's happening and go <laughs> go where the most is happening I guess Absolutely. You're there, you're there working. You're not there, you know, just to specifically enjoy the concert. Exactly. I I, I know some photographers, like, kind of, like, I know some people who, like, do do this as a living, and they kind of, like, party while it's happening, but for me, it's, like, completely, like, I've just clocked in at, like, a very serious job, and I, you know, I'm going to do that job really well until it's done. And you do a very good job just from the photos I see on your Instagram. And you said when you moved to Philly, you were shooting around Philly with your friends. You used to climb buildings and bridges. And, um, you know, I've done a pretty good amount of urban exploring in Philadelphia myself, but not the way that you've done it, the way you climb buildings. I believe it's the Ben Franklin Bridge that you climbed all the way to the top of. Um, No, we never did the Ben Franklin Bridge. Which bridge was it? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I don't know how legal talk about it. All right, all right. Well, uh, well, we don't have to get into specifics a then. Absolutely, but just straight up, you know, to do something like that, are you afraid of death? Is there is there like a lack of a fear of falling there? Yeah, the fear was never falling with that kind of stuff. Um, I'm like pretty confident it might 
like physical abilities when it came to that kind of stuff. Uh, plus, all that's kind of designed to be. When you think about it, it is designed to be walk up with workers have to do it. Although they're usually put in for safety, like there is traction and all that stuff. Even buildings are designed for people to be there, just not, you know, a photographer. So the, the risk wasn't like the fear wasn't so much like of falling. It's more of like. You know, you get caught on a bridge, like, that's a terrorism charge, flat out, that you're going to have to, like, you know, they'll usually, like, I don't know, those kids, like, other people have been arrested and told me, like, they'll hit you with a terrorist charge just so that you'll, like, plead guilty to, like, trespassing and all the other stuff. Um, and then with buildings, like, you can get, you know, arrested and get, like, a minor trespassing charge, and, like, once I started touring and stuff, that kind of, the risk-reward wasn't worth it. You know, like, I, I wouldn't be able to get, like, visas to, like, China. I wouldn't be able to work in Canada. I wouldn't be able to have, like, you know, global entry customs would be a nightmare. Um, so, you know, I still, you know, would love to do that kind of stuff because it's super fun. It's just not worth it to risk, like, my career and my traveling and pretty much everything else I do for it. Yeah, absolutely. And you've got a great career going for you. At one point I saw on your Instagram, you said you wanted to do work that made you happy and branch out a little bit more from what you're doing. So first off, are you still uh, or are you planning on still continuing to work with DJs and, and filming concerts and things like that? Yeah, man. Um, I still tour. Uh, we just did like a pretty heavy, like two months uh, bus tour at the start of this year. Um, we did like an Asia run like a month ago. Uh, I have some shows coming up. I think next week I have a show and then a couple more in uh, like September. I'm feeling a lot lighter and I don't like pursue new clients in that regard anymore. Um, but yeah, like I still enjoy the ones I do have. There are people who I haven't worked with that I would love to work with. Um, but I just don't like pursue it. Uh, pursue new clients in that field in the way I used to. Um, I've been just trying to like branch out in what I do. And like, you know, I'm never going to say no to a, like a, a fun run of shows with John Boy or Epic or like any of my, or like Trampa, like any of the guys who I've toured with and I'm friends with, I consider them like my people. I will always say yes to. Um, and then like specific other guys that I haven't worked with that I would love to work with, I will say yes to. But I'm just not looking in the way that I used to. Who's who's some uh, some artists you, that you would love to work with? Uh, Grizz is like number one there, and then like bands and rappers, just because I, I haven't done a lot of work in that. Like I would love to tour with a metal band or a pop punk band. I think that would be so fun, like Neck Deep or something. Um, even the Wonder Years, different Philly. But yeah, Grizz is like the top of the list as far as DJs and stuff go. He actually his team reached out to me to. Like this really cool, like five shows in three days, but I was already booked up that weekend, so I couldn't take it. But yeah, that was that was like a crushing no to send. Uh, <laughs> it's like the one DJ I haven't worked with that I would love to. I had to be like, yeah, I'm super not available. And I, you know, I got to recommend a friend of mine and help him have like a super cool weekend, but it was a hard one. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what kind of work have you kind of been branching off to? I saw you were at the X Games uh, a couple of months ago. Um, so just 
you know, you said you wanted to get happier and do more stuff that you liked. Has that been successful for you? And what kind of things have you been involved with? I, I really wanted to like branch out in terms of what I do. Because if you do anything, I, I, I think most people that freelance, like we do it because we like, I do it because I can't like function and not be like, it's so bored. I get so sick of it. And if all I was doing was shooting shows, I would get so bored, I'd get so sick of it. Uh, so I wanted to, like, move into, I don't know, things I hadn't done before and, like, challenge myself. Some of it's been, like, you know, like, uh, I've done some work with hospitality clients, like this, this cool little hotel up in the Poconos. Um, I, get to, I go up there every couple of months and I make them, like, a video, which is super fun because it's not something I do every day. Um, I've been doing like some, you know, corporate work because it pays super well. It's not the most interesting stuff, but it's like fun and the work rewards ratio is pretty great. Uh, and then, yeah, I was just at the X Games uh, with this guy, Elliot Sloan. Um, he competes in like big air and vert. Um, and I spent, it kind of like just came about out of nowhere. Like we met uh, in 2017. On Halloween, out in San Diego, we had a show. He came, and we, like, kind of, like, just, like, briefly met. We went out to dinner with him and, like, one of the rock star reps and uh, just, like, got to know each other a little bit. And then this year I had some time off, and I, like, kind of hit him up out of the blue and was like, yo, like, could I, could I come stay with you and, and just, like, shoot you for fun? And uh, it ended up being, like, like some of tripping over my words it ended up being like uh the most fun i've had with like a camera in a while and uh i just knew that i had to turn it into a bigger project so we started filming for a documentary on him um that i've been working on for the past couple of weeks and we went to that i went to the x games with him to get some more footage for that and just to like make fun content with him um you know i'm hoping to translate that into a couple different things but the, the documentary is the main thing. Something I've always wanted to make. It's something I've always wanted to do, and it's really enjoyable. Like it's a lot of work, but it's, it's really fun. Absolutely, that's great. Now, at what point did you realize that you could turn this passion, that you could turn photography into a career? Uh, you know, I, I kind of just like, I kind of just was going for it. Um. Like, I, I really didn't like school. I, I don't do super well in that environment. Some people are great in it. Like, I, I'm not. Um, but so, I was, like, in school, I guess it was, like, my sophomore and my junior year, I was shooting a lot of shows. My junior year in particular, I was, like, every weekend I was going and, and shooting shows in D.C. and New York and Philly and just, like, really pushing myself to, to do it as much as I could. And I started making, like, decent money. Um, and I realized that, like, I, you know, I, I could live off what I was doing then. And then uh, the opportunity of Samba came along, and that was kind of, like, the push to, to do it. I think I kind of always knew you could make a career in the arts, just because, like, that's what my mom does. Um, but she actually pushed me to go to art school, which I didn't want to do because I didn't think that it was something I could. 
But uh, like I always knew that it was possible. I just didn't, once it started happening for me, I was like, I got to run with this. Absolutely. And now you, you're run a long way with it and got a great career going. What, what's next for you right now? Um, I don't know. I guess this documentary is, is going to be like my next uh, couple of months will be spent mostly doing this. Uh, I have some tour dates coming up and I'm, you know, I'm hoping to translate this documentary and, like, and the time I've been spending with Elliot into like some cool work with like action sports brands and like, you know, um, I think that that would be super fun. I really enjoy shooting that stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's just going to be mostly spent like working on this documentary and trying to like move into a new genre of photography that I haven't really worked in. That's awesome. Now, just let people know kind of where they can find your work if they wanted to go check it out. Uh, so I have a website, and that's uh, connorgray.com, and it's C-O-N-O-R, and then G-R-A-Y, because both my first and my last name are spelled a little weird. Um, and then I have, you know, like Instagram and Facebook, and that's all like Connor Gray film and stuff. Uh, yeah, like Instagram website those are definitely the best places to find my my work all right connor uh just really want to thank you for coming on and and i loved hearing your story and, and hearing more about your work so thank you so much all right that was connor gray everybody definitely go check out his work whether you're into music or photography or you just want to look at something that really just makes you kind of like look at that picture for a long time. He's great um, at what he does. He's great at capturing the moment. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously that was a great interview, getting his perspective on what he does. Um, and so thank you so much, Connor, for coming on again. Um, and so now um kind of just getting my thoughts together here really just for what you have to look forward to as listeners uh first off i get uh really more listeners than i have followers on instagram so definitely go follow me on instagram at the creative underscore flow um if you like this interview go check out the other interviews i've had i'm just gonna list them off because there's a lot of good interviews in the past as well um that I think that people should continue to listen to. So um, I've had an interview with Deuce to God, a recording artist from uh, from Philadelphia, Privilege, another recording artist from Philadelphia, uh, Jonathan Wigfall I just had on my last episode. He is an artist manager. Um, he manages Frankie Hill and Mir Fontaine. Um, Ricky Rocks, who's a recording artist in Erie, Pennsylvania. That was my only in-studio interview that I've done. Um, I've interviewed uh, Nick Canonica. That is Tierra Wax creative director. Um, gives a lot of insight on Tierra Wax and who she is and what he does for her and all that good stuff. Uh, Jason Berger, an entertainment lawyer. Um, I don't want to miss anyone here, but I think I've listed everyone so far that I've had. Um, but 
in the next couple weeks, you're going to hear an interview from Travis Ross, who is uh, on MTV's How Far Is Tattoo Far. That show is ridiculous, but really entertaining. Um, and he's just a really good tattoo artist. Um, he wanted to make a career out of music. He wanted to pay for his music career and not have to work at a restaurant and all that um, all those other side jobs. So he started doing tattoo art. Um, and he really just was originally trying to do it to make money to go on tour and to produce music and all of that that goes with it. Um, well, it turned into his career and he's really good at it. But I think what else is uh, really makes his story so amazing is kind of what he went through growing up in life, uh, the hardships he's dealt with. Um, and I'm not going to go into it right now. I'm going to wait for the episode to come out, but it is really, really deep stuff, but it's really, really inspirational um, for anyone, really. Uh, so definitely a lot to look forward to. Um, I believe I'm going to have Ricky Rocks back on an episode pretty soon, but we're going to do something different. It's not just going to be an interview. We're going to have a lot more fun this time um, and also record us uh and we'll have a video element to really go with that as well. So uh, a lot to look forward to. Um, continue to listen to. Uh, tell your friends. Follow me on Instagram. I've got a YouTube page as well, The Creative Flow. I'm trying to put content up there. Um, most of my content is going on the Instagram as well. But obviously, we're on Spotify, Apple Music. We just got on Luminary. Um, so go follow, subscribe, all that on all those platforms. Give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Um, and and definitely tell your friends. Share this, share these episodes. And the audio for the interviews is gonna get better as well because I'll, you know, in the future I still have a couple more uh episodes that I'm gonna put out that I recorded um before the mic, but you know, the audio is going to get better. We're going to really start taking this to the next level. So please share, tell your friends, continue to listen. Thank you. I appreciate it. And you will hear from me again next week. This has been The Creative Flow. Thanks for listening.
Mercado on the beat. <laughs> 